Wow, you don't even know all the words. How many people are still listening? <laughs> Guys, hi, this is Is This What You Want with Matt and Julia. I'm Matt and Julia, and I'm with my co-host, also Julia Matt and, and Matt. Julia. Uh, where, can you imagine we got our brains like spliced together where I had a part of your brain and mine and vice versa and we just walked around we were like we are both and one at the same time that could either be real cool or real bad yeah it'd be real bad I think (laughs) we're already kind of the same we think you know you were around someone long enough you start thinking the same way, right? Yeah, can, you're on the same wavelength. Same wavelength. Imagine all this time we weren't on the same wavelength. Be like, ugh, 10 plus years, not even on the same wavelength once. We're definitely on the same wavelength, but sometimes I'm like, are we even on the same planet? And for, yeah. for pe- two people who spend so much time together, do we really like know each other? No, we don't. That's why we're here on this podcast to Get dive into each other. To know each other's First of all, fears. what is your last name? <laughs> How John do you spell it? Sir John, sir. Yeah, I did get the spelling of your John, sir. <laughs> Julia John, sir. Julia John, sir. I got the spelling of your last name early in our relationship. I yeah, nailed it. H L A D K O W I C Z. H L A D K O W I C Z. Ladkowitz. Hey, Ladkowitz. Jet the plume. No. Um, guys, guys, guys. Hey, guys, it's us, guys. It's our podcast. Is this what you want? If you're a new listener, thank you. Hey, welcome, old listener. Thank you even more for your love and support. If you're a we, new listener, uh, take your shoes is, off. This is the podcast where we ask is it what you want. We're trying to figure out what you want all the time. We're trying to explore fucking trends. We're trying to figure out why we're so fucked up in the head <laughs> yeah i'm trying to figure it out, out it, it all right now and uh we should this, just call this podcast fucked in the head are we fucked in the head or what because you know we kind of are i was actually talking to my friend our friend uh chris Locke about this on twitter because he's like we're just talking about social media and stuff like that and how to not look like a fucking nerd on social media be like obviously as entertainment people we all need it we need to use it it helps us but there's a way to do it where you can still look cool. You know what I mean? You're like, where you still be like, I don't need this, but here's something. You know what I mean? But that in itself is so uncool. It's very like, uncool. How do you use social media while looking cool, but like, like you're not trying? Like, yes. Fuck off. But, and I think it's opposite real life because if you do look hungry on social media, people are like, yes, I'm on board with that. Like, if you're like, subscribe, like, do this, do that. Which I've been told on YouTube is like for years is a huge thing. Like mm-hmm. you got to yell at these people be like subscribe and hit like because people aren't just going to do it. I guess it comes down to like branding and and what kind of a comedian you are because you've never been like that super bubble gummy. Hi, guys. It's me, Matt O'Brien. And I yeah. want here to tell you about suspenders. What what are they even? Well, because uh, comi- stand up. <laughs> what, also, I, I'm going to write a what are they? about <laughs> we don't. No one will ever know what a suspender is. What is it suspending? Suspender. I don't even know her. Wow. I should actually do a suspender. Doesn't suspend mean <laughs> to hold something up in the air? To suspend. They're suspending your pants. Are, they're holding them up. Aren't they? She's going to yeah. be hold, holder uppers. 
Wow. Suspenders. I don't like suspending. Um, They're suspending your pants in the air. I suspend belief. I suspect re- you don't understand what you're talking about. I don't know most of the English language, uh, considering I... Or the French language. No. You don't even know all the words to alouette, jaunty alouette. Well, that's not my job to know that. I, I'm not getting paid to know that. Wait, what's an alouette again? Uh, a alouette. Man? Is he the man? Je te plumerai. Je te plumerai. I don't I'm going to feather you? Um, alouette, gentil. Gentil. Ge- gentil, like gentle. Gentil, nice. Um, Who is alouette? alouette? Is it a man? Translation. Hold on into English. Oh Here God. it comes. Alouette, what it means, it's not as nasty as you'd think. Do people oh, think wow. it's nasty? I guess. Um, oh, my God. Just fucking tell me. The um, internet up here is a little bit slow. Is this what you want? People. It's a French Canadian song. Yes. Most people think the French Canadian song Alouette is very mean. Um, it sounds like it's it means in English. It sounds like somebody's ta- taunting a bird. Lark, nice lark. I'll pluck out your feathers. I'll pluck your eyes. I'll pluck your wings. <laughs> what? Is that what it means? So wait, he's talking Alouette is a bird? I think it's a bird. See, I, this is interesting. I never <laughs> knew that. I honestly thought it was a song about a man. And je te plumerai la tête. Yeah, th- I guess he's plucking feathers. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll feather yes. you. Uh, lark, nice lark, lark, I'll pluck you. Lark, nice <laughs> lark, lark, I'll pluck you. I'll pluck your bill, I'll pluck your bill, and your bill, and your bill. Lark, lark, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have the same ring on anglais. Can you imagine a, a French person <laughs> saying, I will pluck you, I'm going to pluck you. <laughs> That's uh, that would be like yeah if English had a, a plucking a bird plucking song, but you know I guess the French are more known known for their bird eating than than we are. The French are fucked. They're fucked as hell. But if you're French, we, we love, love you. you. <laughs> we love you so much. Um, yeah. Well, we learned something. Is this what you want? Podcast over. Yeah. Also, we're celebrating Chappy Hour. Of course, we're breaking our dry dry February. If you've known us from drive January, you notice Which that we we're, broke two weeks we love in. breaking dryness. Well, we're on day four, and we're just having a little a little sconce. Has it been four days already? Yeah. Oh, is it oh. St. Higgins Day already? It's day four, I suppose. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's the same old shit. I don't know if you, the listener, have also done a dryness. Like, it's, uh, you start to feel great. I have less headaches. I am craving sugar like crazy. Right. I think that comes from beer drinking. I heard that comes from beer drinking. It's like, from all alcohol drinking. All alcohol is sugar. So when you cut that out, you need to, you get like withdrawals of some sort. Yeah. Well, because the, when I drink beer, I don't want dessert because like, I th- you you recently offered me a beer with like cake and I'm like, ah, I can't do that. Well, I don't know. Like, you were drinking beer before. So fuck me for offering But I wasn't, but I don't drink. really have beer with dessert like it doesn't no i would wine, never that makes sense wine goes with dessert because it's not as fizzy vobly uh and doesn't uh you yeah, know nobody wants like works. a beer and an ice cream oh i think there are beer floats though that's a that recipe exist. for poopoo yeah poopoo caca i feel like i've talked about this before yeah um i feel like i bring him up all the time but can't when wait I, to hear when it when i worked at uh that restaurant there was a man who'd come in at lunch all the time and order a pint of beer and a pint of milk mm. i've definitely talked about this but like a milk I, stout I think about it all the time and I'd yep. always go make some joke and he'd go <laughs> and I'm like, you're disgusting. That's actually gross. He would have the weirdest shits, first of all, yep. and he would, this, the sounds coming out of that man's stomach, beer and dairy in there. 
Did he look weird? Did he, no. did he look like a guy that you're like, holy shit, he's full of milk and beer? No, he he reminded me of like someone like my dad, who also like Ed Ed will fucking down a glass of milk, like yeah. like 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 he's you know he's he's the milk industry. My you dad know? too. <laughs> my dad still that like never, he's the milk industry. I couldn't the think of any milk industry. <laughs> my dad is milk. Yes, my dad is the drag queen milk. Ah, uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine? There is a drag queen called Milk, by the way. Not to be confused with Got Mick, yep. who is a drag queen on season 13 of RuPaul's Drag That's Race. That's right. Milk, uh, Milk. I was a big fan of. And and then the more you get to know Milk, the more you're like, whew, showbiz is taking a toll. Getting getting in their head. I feel like it's especially for that show, any reality show. That's what scares me about reality shows. It's like you can get portrayed in any way possible to make the show look yes. a certain way. Also, if if I was on any kind of reality show, I'm trying to think of like if I was on like Last Comic Standing and all the like extra little writing challenges and things that you do that you would never actually do in real life. Yeah. All these and you're under so much pressure and you're just fucking like I would look absolutely crazy. And like Amy Schumer talked about that. She's like, I know why they kept me on for longer because I was a young blonde girl in her 20s who was hysterical and that made for good TV. I never saw that season. That had a I lot of either, like now celebrities on it. Yeah, and uh, she was very self-aware. Like I realized, you know, what it was. But then, well, our friend Deb Giovanni, she was on that show yeah. too, and she said it was fucking crazy stressful as well. And I can't it's like, imagine. And it's like you got to be like a character too. Mm-hmm. It's like if you really want to make a splash on these things, you can't just be. And that's what the drag queens talk about. They're like, well, some people are just like louder and they sort of just like take up all the space. Yeah. And also sometimes there's some weeks where like the drag queens are safe and they did a great job in the challenge and they have the most elaborate runway thing. And they did a mini challenge. I'm like, they just did all of that. And they were so great. And they're safe. Yeah. Like the stakes are so high and they work so hard and I'm proud of them. It's a lot of work, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's like last week we do a little drag race talk. Utica, who had a fucking crazy outfit. Yep. It was made, made out of a sleeping bag. I don't think... Wait, they didn't win. Did they win? No, Utica didn't win. U- Utica was top two. Top two. So, but didn't win. But I just saw Vera Wang tweeted at them and was like, this, love the outfit kind of thing. Oh, my like, God. See, every, everybody's a winner. You're a winner. A, You're a winner, baby. You're a winner, baby. Listen. Uh, so what I are we want... chapping for Chappy Hour? We're we're chapping um, a Sauvignon Blanc from uh, Las Mulas. Ah, which is from fuck. We drink the red. It's from fuck. We drink the red wine all the time. It's I from Chile. I want to say. Yeah, and it's, oh, it's could... like organic or something. Isn't it, it is organic, and um, it's like a it's a sustainable vineyard. It's good. It's a good. It's good. Yeah, I like it. It's uh, you know, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's not as um. Uh, like grapefruit forward as some of the like the New Zealand Sauvignon Blancs. It's got a dryness to it. It's got a bit of a a kick at the end. A little bit of a, a little lip smack. I I just I just did a podcast with a, a sommelier just now, and we were talking about mm. flavors, and he was talking about angles in in flavors of wine. Like he was like, if I was to say, um. So- this wine has a right angle. It has an angle to it. I'd be like, what is that? And it's like the acidity like climbs up your tongue kind of thing. You can say it has Whoa. angles kind of thing. I've never heard of that in my life. And he also like was talking about my wine videos. And he's like, a couple of your flavors, like descriptions, were kind of 
dead on what sommeliers say. He said the biggest one, and I thought I made this up completely. He said cheesy treadmill. He's like, sommeliers have said that. No. Yes. He was like, and I was like, it makes sense because it, if you, if I say smell, like the smell of a treadmill right now, we all know what that smells like. We all know yeah, what a treadmill so. smells like. Yeah, like the belt, like the rubber. The belt, the rubber, the sweat. Sometimes it's got a sweaty smell to it. And so, and he's like, cheese, throw some cheese on a treadmill. He's like, that's a smell. Like you can smell that right now. Ew, that's actually gross. It makes me never want to drink wine. Cheesy treadmill. Cheesy treadmill. Would you ever eat cheese on a treadmill? How, lo- how much cheese could you eat on a treadmill? While with, running? Bef- yeah, before puking. Do you think I you could do know. it for an hour? I can't even run for a fucking full. Yes, I can, but still, no. What if it was like run? First of all, running and eating in general too hard. That should be a challenge on Drag Race or a reality show. It's like you got to. It's not fucking fear factor. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's a fear. Oh, I gotta sneeze soon. It's like you gotta. What about a reality show just called Dumb Shit? (laughs) Oh God. A reality show called Dumb Shit, where it's like all these challenges that you don't know where you would put them, but yeah, like eat cheese on a treadmill because that's not necessarily scary. And it's not any kind of skill. Yeah, that's the sh- that's the show people watch. It's called the jerk around, and as you just jerk around the general public, it's like sign Honestly, up for this. Hey, any of you freaks listening, if you take our idea, I'll actually have my lawyers come to your house and slice and dice you. Yeah, I guess you know what Ellen kind of does that with her stupid show, like the Game of Games or whatever. She's what? literally just jerking around her audience. No, she doesn't have a full reality show. Ellen has enough. We are going to pitch the jerk around. I'm not even kidding you. Ellen does have enough. I I would like to yell that in the streets of Los Angeles, and I think I would get a round of applause because most people in LA Ellen are has over enough. Her big Speaking time. of Ellen, the Golden Globes uh, nominations just came out. Preach, sister. Do we know what in the hell James? Friggin' Corden is nominated for. Uh, allegedly, he's he's been nominated for a Golden Globe. We probably should look this up prior. And I want to peel my eyebrows off yeah, and stick them on a cat and then have the cat run into the ocean. If it's for... Find a snake. Oh, he did get nominated for the prom. Oh, my God. That's crazy. First of all, he played a gay man. He's not a gay man. And second of all, terrible movie. He was terrible in it. It was not a good movie. Um... Such it it could have been so good because there was individually there were some good performances. It could have been fun. We talked about the prom on this podcast and we were angry and we talked about oh, yeah. how much we hated James Gordon. Yeah. If he's listening, you know what, James, you're you probably know how much, fine, but fuck off. He, he's got money. He's allowed to be hated by. And people. it's not only <laughs> that he's a straight man playing a gay man. I'm not saying that that can never be done, but yeah. like the most stereotypical shitty version of it. But I will say the one good thing to come out of the prom is me getting so angry that I tweeted that Ross Matthews yep. should have all of James Corden's jobs. And then Ross Matthews followed me on Twitter. Tra-la-la. What a fun time. So James Corden, you know, he's the, the gift that delivers in unsuspecting places. Also, people are angry because he's nominated. Meryl Streep, not nominated in the same shitty movie. She was probably like, please. Like her team was like, don't. Bring attention to this. Do not touch me. Also, she has one billion nominations. Meryl so Streep is also doing just fine. Yeah. Um, Ugh, but so is James Corden. I'm just, it's upsetting to that me. That is, 
James Corden's popularity. Is he popular? I don't know anyone that watches James Corden. I don't know anyone that's like, did you catch Corden last night? No, but people like he, he has he has very he has little clippy things that are very YouTubeable. His <clears throat> yeah. little karaoke car situation. Yes, that was the beginning of me going. I don't know what people like. And when, people like a bumbly British buffoon. Yeah, who's not like who doesn't take a hard stance on anything. He's just oh hello. But they also like the general public. This is what we're getting to know. We're getting to peel the onion on the general public here and what they like. They like lip syncing. We know that. They mm-hmm. like karaoke. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily like original songs. So nope. imagine it was like a carpool original song debut and it was just a bunch of no, no. ones. You'd be like, that's horse shit. But they love lip syncing. We discovered this on TikTok today. Yes. Let. The people know what you discovered on TikTok because well, it blows this my was, mind. This was going to be my cold and stabby. Okay. Well, we... Okay. Yes. Let's... Yes. You know what? Okay, we'll let's s- let's go to Warm and Fuzzy and then transition to Why Cold and Why don't we just go right to Cold and Stabby right now? Fine. We'll do Cold and Stabby right now. Okay. Right now. Are you ready stabby. for it? Cold and Stabby. <gasps> Get into it. Okay. Cold and Stabby. Yes. So, Matt talked about getting back on TikTok last week. I finally, I was like, eh, I made a video. I'm like, I'll put it on TikTok. I'm like, if I'm going to make the video anyway, I'll toss it up on TikTok. Why the hell not? So got back on TikTok, posted it. Literally, I think it has 14 likes and like 180 views, which uh, for the listener, that's not good. Nope. Whatever. And and then I was just like looking, scrolling through my like mentions and stuff because I haven't been on in months, like months and months. And then I scrolled down and I noticed like I was tagged in something Someone tagged me in a comment on someone's thing. And and then I look at it and I'm like, oh my God, it's it's a girl lip syncing my joke. And my joke is a track. So it's yeah. one of the tracks on TikTok that you can participate in. Yeah, you can and just, anyone, anyone can just grab it. Anyone, anyone can, can just do it, it. It's one of those, play it. it's one, yeah. It's, it's, you get nothing from it. No, and, it, and but it sh- my, so my name scrolls at the bottom. It says Julia Ladkowitz, Just for Laughs 2017 or whatever the fuck it's from. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And this girl has thousands, it has thousands and thousands of views, thousands and thousands of likes, thousands of comments. And I'm like, oh my God, this is me. And then I click on where she got it from and then it's this like comedy all-stars account and then that has even more views and they did tag me in that but uh, i haven't gotten any fucking followers from that and then i clicked from there i clicked on something else and then just a huge page of so many people crazy also thinking my jokes dozens and dozens of people the thing that got me all hot and bothered and plucked um is the people commenting to that person that's lip syncing your thing, being like, girl, you're so funny. Yes. This is so funny. You're so funny. Like, oh my God, the ending, I was not expecting that. And the ending is, it's not what they're doing in their video. The ending is my joke or they're it's commenting on joke. specific parts of my joke. And I'm like, but they're saying that person's funny. I know. And not one thing. of them, like the, the one, the bigger account was like, follow Julia comedian or whatever. But then everybody else who does, who redoes it, not one tag, now one follow. Yep. I think there. I I like was going through and also so many. So that's my cold and stabby. If you're going, because people are like, well, I guess it's it's like lip syncing. If you want to lip sync uh, on TikTok, do like a Jennifer Lopez something or you or whatever. I'm like, well, guess what? I'm not Jennifer Lopez. I'm a nobody. Yeah. I need the fucking exposure. 
Like, it's crazy. And if this isn't Alouette, this isn't fucking <laughs> public domain. It's not royalty free, baby. But I guess it is. I, I guess. I, and the fact that I didn't even know it was on there because I was I just washed my hands of TikTok for so long. Yeah. And then just to, to piggyback on that cold and stabby, because I'm not saying you can't. You're it's it's out there. It's allowed. But fucking tag the artist for God's sakes. If yes. you see a meme and you have to do like a little bit of digging to find the origin of it, to find the person who made that fucking give credit where credit is due for god fucking sake and another thing which is getting real tired people commenting about women and their funniness oh my god finally a funny woman people would be like oh my god a funny woman for once wow thinking that's a compliment or so no women still aren't funny or like amy schumer sucks first of all go die like people Though the women aren't funny thing is... It's so old and played out. Fine. Women aren't funny and men's opinions don't matter. How about yeah. that? Because yeah, it's that? always... It is always men. And sometimes the odd woman who yeah. is deeply Disturbed. fucked in the mind. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, that's my cold and stabby. What's yours, baby? <laughs> <laughs> my cold and stabby. I. It's hard because I don't... I mean, I wanted to say TikTok as well because... Yeah, last week I was like, I'm getting back on it. I think I'm off it again. It's such a horseshit, stupid app. I just hate it so much. And I don't belong there, too. And it's just, I am too old and it's too dumb. And I people are like, your videos really pop off there. No, negative yeah. popping, no pop. And no nothing. I post a video and I get one comment from a guy that has 69420 in his username, and he just goes, what is this? W-U-T, what is this? That's what I get on TikTok. And also the whole lip-syncing thing. I looked up some of our friends. Like, every comedian we know has been lip-synced yeah. on TikTok. I'm going to lip-sync my own joke, and I'm not even kidding you. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. I was like, as much as I hate this app, I want to make fun of it within it and do something stupid in it there's an opportunity there's something someone's not doing on tiktok where it's like not taking it seriously but i I don't even think that they'd allow you to do that because i feel so controlled there yeah like we one of our friends just got like shadow banned and they don't know why and they don't know why i had one of my videos get taken down in the video i green screened myself getting impaled like an olive in a martini and that got flagged which is clearly like fake it's so fake i imagine it was real um, I'm like, why is that allowed? But then there's some 13 year old with her tits literally flopping from here to Kalamazoo exactly. for all it the fucking perverts to fucking gaze at. Doesn't make any goddamn Ugh. sense. But I would like to be successful on it in a dumb way out of spite for the app. Right. Because I will say, talking about is this what you want? I'll tell you what the industry wants right now. They want TikTok followers. They yeah. absolutely demand it. It used to be Twitter followers and then and or Instagram. Morph, morphed into Instagram. And I recently, uh, there was like a, a hosting job that I was just filling out a form for. The first box to fill out was how many TikTok followers yep. you have. And I was like, well, this job's not for me. Like immediately. It's unfortunate. And, and not to say that there's not good stuff on TikTok because there is. But we live in an age where fucking Cranberry Skateboard Man is repped by one of the biggest agencies in. Uh, That's right. Cranberry Skateboard Man. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Recently recovered from COVID. It's just, it's, uh, I, we can't compete with that. And also it, I'm reading, I'm rereading Big Magic right now by Elizabeth Gilbert, which is like 
another fucking unleashing your creativity kind of book um book and i feel like tiktok is one of those things that just crushes my creativity because there's like uh there's like an such an end goal with it yeah. and same with like a lot of social media so instead of creating for the sake of creating and because i am enjoying it because i'm liking it i'm like okay what would work and what tr- what's trending right now and what's doing this and how do i fit myself into this and, and then and then i just don't create because i'm like well nothing i make is good enough for this fucking shitty site so i just go huh and i think that's not good yeah, I told you that for years. Like you just got to make something. I tell myself something. that every day, it's but the it's hardest easier thing to get. said than done. It is. And I slip into that too where I start worrying about trends and whatnot and what more could I be doing. I just had a call with, there's a network in Canada and I had a call with them because they're like, why aren't you more famous on YouTube? And I'm like, I don't fucking What are you, my know. dad? Like- yeah, first of all, <laughs> fuck off. And second of all, help me. And they were. They were trying to give me all this advice on YouTube. And they're like, you got to do this. You got to hashtag it right. You got to tag it this. You got to have an intro. You got to have a, a a screen that tells people to subscribe. I'm like, I'm like, or I could just do my own thing and hopefully it'll pop off naturally. They're like, yeah. that could happen too. Also, I've said pop off way too much during this podcast. Listen, we're going to pop off after this. Something needs to pop off, baby. I'm popping it. Popping, locking, dropping. Um I didn't finish my cold. That wasn't my original cold and stabby, actually. TikTok. You had another cold and stabby? I mean, TikTok, I was just kind of hip hopping, TikToking off of your. Okay. What one. is it? Because then I was going to segue into warm and fuzzy, but you can tell yours. Well, we're we're pretty early for all of this. That's why I wanted Are to. Are we? Yeah, oh, yeah. Big time. I thought we were going to do a slightly shorter PCAS, though. Well, the, the shortest we can go is 45 minutes. That's, yeah, we're not going to go under that. Yeah. To okay. give the people, you know, a buffer what they want. of what they want. That's like that's like an episode of CSI with commercials, CSI? or without commercials. Okay. Sorry. Okay, I was yeah, like, what? That, that's that an odd time. A, that's a that's a show for an hour with with commercials. Are you comparing us to the syndicate? CSI is syndicated. Syndicated means that it's been bought and it just gets shown all the time, right? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know industry terms. Syndicated, like Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune, syndicated, syndicated where it, they play reruns. Yeah. It goes into syndication. That's nice. Now, do you get a lot of money from that when you're uh, an actor in a syndicated type thing? Is that what, because uh, I, I heard that like Jerry Seinfeld gets like hundreds of millions of dollars a year. Yeah, for sure. Of course, because your shit's beginning played over and over and over. That's like, what's his name for Modern Family that was in um, Married with Children? Yeah. Like they were saying, he gets like tens of millions of dollars a year and he could literally sit on his full fist in his big hairy butt and not do anything and get tens of millions. Ugh. Isn't that wild? There's Crazy. people out there that do that. My cold stabby is the part of my brain that woke me up this morning with deep anxiety. And also, I don't know, sometimes, I don't know if you have this as a fellow comedian as well. Hello. I'll just get flashes of times I've bombed terribly. Really? And that's what I had this morning for some reason. I had anxiety about... Um, finding our new place in California. Yeah. Sure. That makes sense. Your mom's <laughs> laughing downstairs. That was really funny. Um, so I had, I immediately woke up with that anxiety and then all of a sudden my brain switched. They're like, remember that time at the comedy store when you bombed? Remember that one nighter where you bombed? And I kept having flashes and I'm like, do I have PTSD or something? Like, is this what that is? Like yeah. low level PTSD where I'm like flashing back to bombs? Well, at a base level, all humans have low-level PTSD. Yeah. Life has given us all PTSD. Oh, for sure. Um, but 
Yeah. It's one of those things where you just tell yourself, you're like, no, just when you wake up with anxiety, you're like, just forget about it. As soon as you tell yourself to forget about it, it's like, oh, you want to forget about it? Well, here's a bit more for you. Here's a bit more. How about this time? How about that time? It's the same thing. It's not necessarily with bombing, but it's like every fucking weird thing that just comes into my brain. Yeah. And when it comes to stand up, the, the thoughts that I have, was this a dream that you were having? About your no, mom or just no, no. I just stuff. I woke up and I started worrying about uh, moving and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just randomly started worrying about all the times that I embarrassed myself on stage, and then it made me realize I was like, I think we as performers and comedians, we bury this down deep, and it literally yeah. can pop up whenever it it pops off. No, but you know what I think it is because okay, so we. S- circling back to um, all this Golden Globes talk we started watching I May Destroy You because we've been meaning to forever but then all the Golden Globes talk because it was snubbed um, we decided to watch it and that show deals with a lot of you know PTSD and buried sort of trauma maybe it did activate something yes weird and it's interesting because in that show so like she's trying to piece together something traumatic that happened to her, but she doesn't have a lot of memory of it, but she's also uh, watching like a mindfulness documentary. And I'm also meditating right now, which is all about mindfulness. And it talks about like, what is the thought itself? Yeah. And it's almost meditation is almost giving me more anxiety because I'm starting to like analyze the stuff. So then I get these brief flashes of things from like my childhood or whatever. I'm like, is that real or did I fucking create it? Yeah, I think and, about that all the time. And then that that little melange yeah. of things makes me anxious of the wazoo. Of course, as it should. Didn't did you, did you ever read that thing that says that our memories are padded, like our brain naturally does that? Yeah. It's like even your worst memory is like your brain makes it a little bit better than what it actually was. Which is was. terrifying then. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, if that's the fucking padded version, I'm like, but I'm like, how do I know it's actually real though? Because I don't remember yeah. because I was so young and it's just a flash. That's why I focus on the now, man. I'm trying to. That's what, what meditation is supposed to help with. And then, and it's just about like noticing things as they come, not judging them, just like notice where the thought came from. And then like, where like when you try to analyze like and then think of the thought itself and i'm like i don't fucking know and they're like like i'm like and then i try to piece it together and i start thinking more and getting more anxious anyway i'm going that's why i think we need to go out in the desert once we move back to california (laughs) and do like some weird mushrooms or something like not to get all joe rogan podcast on you but it's like clear there's been clear studies where it's like doing mushrooms you know psychedelics can like open your mind and let you deal with stuff on a different level, blah blah blah, blingity bling bling. Let's do some drugs in the desert. I on I do think that's a good idea because we're all. I think that's a good idea for everybody. We're all struggling, and people talking about their struggles yeah. is what helps. And that's why I think people are so upset that this "I May Destroy You" show was snubbed because it's dealing with so many fucking important things, and it's so vulnerable and it's so different. While fucking Emily in Paris is. Yeah, I will say, if for some reason nominated, yeah. People are more uh, angry about the James Corden thing, and that makes me feel kind of nice. Um, Wait, people are more angry. What about James Corden getting nominated? Then the other one getting snubbed? everything else. Yeah, I'm trying to ramp into warm and fuzzy right now. 
Right. Okay. Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, meditation is good, but also fucks with you. And um, <laughs> yes. warm and fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now that we're all cold and stabbed, uh, let's warm and fuzz, which actually might be a good transition because yeah. we're all, we've all been cold and now let's get toasty warm. Do you want to lead with what's making you warm oh, and fuzzy? Sure. So this comes back to, I guess it comes, so my warm and fuzzy is, so reading um, Big Magic again, and all these reminders that, again, I haven't put into practice yet, but creating just for the sense of creating, and she talks so much about, like, when she started writing, like, at, like, 16, she made a, a pact with herself that she's like, I... Well, like always, I'm paraphrasing here. Like, I will always be a writer, like, and, and not necessarily like I will be famous or it's always going to be good, but I will always write. I will just create. And she talks about approaching it with a sense of joy as opposed to because artists are always like, I must suffer for my art and yeah. I must be the alcoholic this or whatever. And just kind of talks about like creativity of like almost like having a relationship with creativity as if creativity is like a real working thing and it, and it, it is magic in a way. So like th- thinking in those terms kind of got me excited again. And um, yeah, and it made me want to like just go for it and create more. So I guess my warm and fuzzy, which has a hint of cold and stabby, but uh, was... <laughs> it can't have a hint. It has a hint because I made, I made a video. So we're loving you we're we're loving drag race but we're loving uk drag race season two of course and we talked about him last week uh lawrence cheney Cheney. drag queen that i love and so i did this stupid video and matt helped me edit it and i thought it was so funny like i we were dying yeah we genuinely loved it so much and i was like but I put so much weight into it. I'm like, this is the video that's going to turn it all around. <laughs> like, <laughs> you all- say that every video. <laughs> I'm like all the drag, but you even said that you were even like, this is going to pop off. It's got to pop off. And it really didn't pop off. And Lawrence Cheney. So my, I guess my warm and fuzzy is Lawrence Cheney responded to the video. Oh my God. I need to find the response. Why didn't I have this queued up before? Do, do, do. Matt, fill some time. Talk about Lawrence Cheney for a second. Um, Lawrence. Sorry. I, I brought up the video right now. Lawrence Cheney. Also, you're looking at you're like it didn't really pop off. I looked at the views right now. It has thirty three point eight thousand views. That's three point eight thousand people. That's a lot of views. I mean, in mm. big time internet speak, sure it's not a million, but you got to appreciate the little things and like the fact that we were making videos years ago, and if I got two hundred and fifty views, I'd be like, wow, two hundred and fifty people watched my dumb thing. I know. 3.8,000, almost 4,000. A fucking stadium full of people. Maybe not a stadium. A large gymnasium full of people. Watched your Lawrence Cheney. Lawrence Cheney. Son of a fucking gun. Why can't I find this ass-sucking tweet? Is it the one that Lawrence Cheney did? Yeah, it's the one that Lawrence Cheney responded to. Well, it should be on there. Well, there it is. Wait. Oh, Oh, my gosh. I tell you, this internet is killing me. All right, Lawrence Cheney wrote. Okay, so I I I posted the video, and Lawrence Cheney wrote back, ah ha 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 ha, yes, in all caps. (laughs) The hair is not nearly big enough or crazy enough, but I'll forgive you. And then the crying emoji, heart, crying emoji, heart, so good. So that was really nice that Lawrence Cheney responded to it. But here's the thing: Lawrence Cheney retweets everything. Yep. Lawrence Cheney did not retweet my video, but I think because it's all everything Lawrence Cheney retweets is like 
self-promotion people like yeah. i love lawrence cheney's youtube videos or i lawrence cheney tonight and it's a picture of lawrence cheney but this is like this is me promoting myself even though but it's paying homage to him i know if i mean it makes sense for them to retweet it i don't know i don't know the angle there unless i don't know would he have retweeted it if i lip synced what he was doing instead of just like a straight impression 1000% actually that's what makes me I just realized that yes because it would be be still their voice and still their essence this is now just you it's more yeah it's more promotion for you than it is them at this point right but like that's what's upsetting because the things like if you think back to like SNL and SCTV like the impressions that actors do of these other characters is so fucking funny what so for SNL now they just want like I wonder if that's the direction they'll go in where it's just fucking lip syncing can you imagine a full well that's where that that Sarah Cooper that first of all that's what she got exactly. her career out and then that Netflix show came out which it, I don't think it got a very good review. Like I don't no. know anyone that watched it, and I tried to watch a little bit of it, but I I, I watched clips. And I'm like, oh, it's just lip syncing, and they kind of have a sketch, kind of in the background, written for the lip sync. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's I don't not. Know. It's it made me feel the same way when we accidentally stumbled on the masked dancer that show. Oh my god! And yeah, we both our jaws were on the ground, and we were like, first of all. We stared at it because it's colors and lights and masks. Because I thought it was the masked singer. But yeah. And I was like, where's the singing? Yeah. And <laughs> I was just more confused than anything. And then once I realized what was happening, I was disgust. I wanted to puke. I wanted to rip the TV open and puke <laughs> in the innards of the technology. It blew my mind. Yeah. And it was, it's been predicted for you. Like old sci-fi from like the 80s predicted how dumb we were going to be in the future. And we are right. now... At peak dumbness, I hope we don't get more dumb than we are now in terms of entertainment. But I hope not. I just would like to think, like, if I had a bunch of fucking cool catchphrases, and I and I was, a, I mean, I like to think I'm a bit of a character, but I'm not as much of a character as Lawrence Cheney. But if someone did an impression of me and spliced together a fucking weirdo video, I'm more likely to retweet that than say someone just verbatim lip syncing my material. Yes. What's a catchphrase right now? Think of one right now. <gasps> hey, well, Julia. One of the catchphrases, which isn't really one of my catchphrases, but when I was always imitated back in the day, like the early days of my comedy was, oh, my pussy, it hurts. That's right. So everybody oh, my be pussy, like, oh, my it hurts. Pussy. I do remember like, that. Oh, my God, my fucking pussy. I remember doing that impression <laughs> before I even knew you. Everyone's like, my pussy. Oh, my pussy. <laughs> and I, you don't even say that in a... I uh, maybe you do did you but i no I, I probably but like i i was never offended by that i took it as because every comedian like on the scene had like with dave Mahesh would be like oh man i don't know and and nathan mcintosh would be like Mah! like every yeah all my friends too had like little impressions no one was able to do an impression of me because i didn't have like a solid enough yeah because you weren't fucking cool enough character yet. thing Except like you know you. you've made it when People start impersonating you. Yeah, it's the greatest form of flattery. So if you want to make a fucking fun little video about me impersonating me, I will retweet it. As long as it's good. That's Maybe that's our <laughs> challenge this week, listeners. Make videos of both of us. Try to do impressions of both of us, and we will 
retweet it's just it. gonna be a bunch of guys going ow my pussy and i will not retweet all your on my pussies they're gonna go ow my pussy and they'll be like that was matt like it wasn't you at all right <laughs> that was an impression of me even though i've never said that in my life i've never said ow my pussy anyway so once. my warm and fuzzy the, anyway the fact that lawrence lawrence cheney lawrence cheney drag queen responded to me saw it that makes me feel fucking nice Aye. and as big as the world is sometimes it's nice to feel connected and small isn't and that nice. the nice thing about twitter too you can literally yell at someone that you just saw on tv and sometimes they can go <laughs> neat yeah because as much as like oh my God, i didn't get a retweet i'm like i got a response i feel like that's even nicer so yeah, fuck back me. in the day you'd have to call a 1-900 number and get charged five dollars a minute 1-900 lawrence cheney 1-900 shite in the toilet anyway if you're hearing this go to my fucking twitter and retweet it because that's all i have yes <laughs> uh retweet that my warm and fuzzy i sounded like email phillips Hello. i was at the grocery store the other day See, e- emo retweet, retweet it. See, that's a perfect impression. Someone did that for Sticker Treat. That's a that's a yes. show in in L.A. and New York. That's where comedians do impressions of other comedians. And our friend John Halloween did an emo Phillips, and I was so jealous. I was like, I would love to do an emo Phillips. It's such a fun, stupid character, and he's like that in real life. We did a show with him once, and he was like, "Oh, do you want a picture with me?" He was very nice, and he also said I was pretty. So and he said I was pretty too. Watch out, and Matt! He licked Can my you forehead. imagine I hooked up with Emo Phillips? I would like to have sex with your wife. Hmm. No, I can do an emo. I can. Is do that an what emo, emo sounds like? Because I don't know if it is. Um. Yes. Okay, what's I your goddamn warm and fuzzy? I wish I knew one of his jokes right now. I do right, right at your fucking face. Um, my warm and fuzzy. I want to make this sound not because I thought about it this morning. I was like, I remember I felt good, and I was like, remember this is your warm and fuzzy. Um, but I don't want to sound uh, pretentious. Pretentious is the word. You know, I'll just say it. I was <laughs> looking for a video. Sometimes I go through my Twitter and I post old videos that didn't get a lot of views. Yes. And this is from a couple of years ago. I did like a video where I was performing at Yuck Yucks Calgary and a woman yelled out that I was funny. She she liked me and I treated it like a heckler because I didn't hear what she said. Yeah, that's actually so pretentious. I'm going to puke. Yeah, but because <laughs> I didn't want to make it sound like I was watching old stand up clips and I loved it. Oh, my God. How would that sound pretentious? Stop. I don't know. I'm, I thought you were going to be time. like. And I'm the greatest, and my dick is the biggest. And either way, <laughs> yes, I would definitely say something like that. Um, oh, I was watching it, and it was funny because she yelled out. She's like, "I thought she was yelling something mean," but I was like, "What the fuck did you say?" And she was like, "You're funny." And I was, and then everyone laughed and clapped. And I was watching the clip, and I was like, "As much as I joke about, I'll be like, I'm done with stand up. Get me out of here." Get this, like, before this, I remember talking about this on here, especially being like, I had no shows booked. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know if I liked stand-up anymore. And then I had this literal warm and fuzzy moment where I was watching people clapping and laughing and me on stage enjoying and laughing. And I was like, I really, really miss stand-up. Like, I really I genuinely love it. And I... There is definitely something in both of us lacking right now because we haven't had the feeling of doing well in a giant room full of strangers and we've done it for so long and we wonder why we're kind of fucked up every now and then. It's because for over a decade of our lives, we've gone into rooms full of strangers and sometimes had a very, very bad time. 
but sometimes had a very, very good time. And it's a feeling yeah. that you can't really get from anything else. And like I had a Zoom show last week and it went well, you know, but yeah. no one's mics were on and they were throwing emoticons at me when I was doing well. And I'm yeah, like, this isn't the, the same. same at all. And just watching this clip today and then seeing everyone. And I remember that show, too. I was filming it for an album and it was just so much goddamn fun the whole weekend. It was just so much fun and it made me feel very warm and fuzzy <sighs> and it made me hopeful for going back to that and i cannot wait to do that again it makes me oh god it makes me warm and fuzzy <laughs> but it also makes me sad because i'm like when a when are we gonna go back to that and also b since moving to la not that i we haven't had great shows in la because i've had literally some of the best sets of my life since we moved to la but yeah. like i've also had some terrible sets and just like annoying times on stage where it's not even good or bad it's just like what is this yeah but like getting back to regular work because in canada we were working regularly we had yeah we had club gigs at least once or twice a month at the very least you know what yeah. i mean and yeah it's just the unknown of like what work is out there when we get back because it's like what work did we have before it it's all, gonna be a while it but all makes me very anxious because i want i you're right it's something that's been missing for so long that i've just been ignoring i'm like why do i feel fucking horrible yeah. all the time but we are in the process of figuring out our move as much as the anxiety is giving us but you we talked about it today it's like we're moving to this small town outside of la and we're excited to maybe start some outdoor shows out there and, and carve tap, out our own path. Yeah, tap a market where there's like no other comedians around. So maybe we can make something weird happen in wine country. Because I'm yeah, that's that's exactly what I want, because right now I am realizing like what I do miss so much is being creative without worrying about the outcome and not to say just being like sloppy about it. But like it goes back to when I first started and I was bad because I was new, but I would try anything and everything. Yeah. I would see what would stick. But now then you reach a certain level, especially when you first moved to L.A. It's like, well, I have to be good. So I have to do my showcase set. But when do I try new material? And I'm not writing because I'm under this pressure and whatever. And I just I want to carve out my own little. But I also no. had that flash today where it's like we have had so much time off when we get finally back to doing stand-up, it's going to be that feeling again. I guarantee it. Where For we're sure. Gonna be, we're going to be like trying whatever the hell we I want. Hope. And I think we're going to be so much more grateful for the stage time and like for the actual shows that we're going to like appreciate it. And I think this time down is good for us because we have been doing this a chunk of time. Right. And that's why my warm and fuzzy day didn't, make me feel sad it made me feel more hope hopeful than anything yes and that's my warm and fuzzy and that's yeah. also the podcast if you can believe it wow we this was yeah this was a juicy melon and it had many juices and flavors some not uh familiar wow to okay. <laughs> a what was the flavor i said oh like a cheesy treadmill if you want to do a uh, callback it tasted like treadmill. a real cheesy treadmill it had some momentum but it also had some Guga in it. Had a lot of Guga. Gungi hungies. Yeah, this was nice. I honestly feel like our podcast is therapeutic. Yeah. 
Isn't that nice? And I hope the listener feels it's therapeutic too. Yes, I hope Brian Hunter in his little wood shop. I hope you found this nice and enjoyable. Yes. Also, power listener Christina Walkinshaw and comedian um, just always listens. What a nice person. Listen, yes. L- listens to like all her friends' podcasts. And it's not one of those things where like, oh, I'm going to listen just to say I listened to like get brownie points yeah. from my friends. Like who does that, first of all? But As she- much as I'm constantly in competition with you on the Nike Run app, <laughs> which also I will say publicly – you're doing very well for a person who like just started running basically. She didn't just start running. Well, she, she just started running recently, like in the last like No, it's been over a year. Has it been over a year? It's been over a year. I don't know. That's not that long Either in the terms way, of running. It's amazing. She's yeah. doing great. I'm not running a lot. I have plantar fasciitis. It's really a problem. I yeah. can barely walk. Anyway, um no, but I'm just saying Also contractually we have to say Chris Chris Bush as well. Chris Bush, you're fucking great. <laughs> like <laughs> Listen, we had a lot of lovely power listeners that uh, we're very appreciative of. And um, it's just, yeah, because it's it's just so, back to Christina, it's just so crazy to me because, like, I, I don't listen to any podcast ever. Yeah. And it's not because I don't like my friends or whatever. I just, I just don't. So, yeah, Christina is lovely. Also started a new blog. Just check out Christina Walkinshaw on all the things. She's great. Also, Matt, they should check out you. Where can they find you? Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter. And then that's the only thing I'm paying attention to these days. Do not follow me on TikTok. <laughs> do not. Don't do it. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Julia Comedy. You can follow me on TikTok if you want. Julia Comedian. I'm also Julia Comedian on Facebook if you want to look at my fucking Facebook sure. page. Sure. Oh, someone impersonated me. Made a whole other Facebook that page. Was we should have talked about that I know. Today. We'll talk about that next week. Write that down. Write that in our notes. Okay. It's in the notes. Also, that's something that Christina does for her podcast. She takes notes during the podcast so she's not repeating herself like a fucking broken record. I love notes. Which is what we do. Oopsies. Uh, also, follow our podcast on Twitter. I-T-Y-W. <laughs> is this what? I-T-W-Y-W. Is sure. this what you want? Yeah, I T W Y W. Yeah, I T W Y W podcast. Yeah. Um, or is this what you want? Podcast on Instagram. Mes- message us, tweet at us. We like hearing from you. It's nice. You'll make it on the podcast. Also, don't forget about the listener challenge where you do an impression of both of us and try not to make it stink. And yeah. Get a if it stinks, you retweet. will not get a retweet. No, you'll get a retweet from uh from our podcast account, no matter what, unless it's like really racist, and then no. I mean, if it's really <laughs> racist. You'll just get a retweet from a podcast podcast account. No. If it's not racist, possibly we do not promote racism in any way, shape, or form. No, of course not. Anyway, we love you. Bye. Next week, another one. Why yes. not? Why not? Okay. <laughs> okay.